You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Well, I don't know if we're ever ready. That's the battery maker. And folks, welcome to Geekiest Show Ever, episode 244. And let's hope this is all working. And let me explain what I'm saying about that. Uh, if anybody follows me on Twitter, you noticed I tweeted out a picture yesterday. This is That was the t- 21st of uh, Guy Searle, who is here helping me set up a new recording process. I've switched over from using simply Skype and Piezo to using Hi- Audio Hijack by Rogue Amoeba, which Piezo is also by Rogue Amoeba. But I wanted to be able to, you know, add a little bit more uh, capability, I guess is the way to say it, and to try to clean up the sound on my end. Because, as I've said before, where I sit and record, the laundry room's just on the other side of the wall from me. There's um, people above me. The floor's not insulated that well, so I get noise that travels down. I'm just trying to... Make it more pleasurable for you people when you're listening to me. And hopefully it'll come out that way. But we don't know, so we're flying on the edge of our seat. And before I go any further, though, I do want to issue a huge thank you to Guy Searle for driving out here. Uh, I'm somewhere about an hour to maybe an hour and a half drive from his house. And he drove out here and spent three, three and a half, maybe four hours helping me go through and set up. And, you know, we were doing test calls and all this stuff. And, folks, one of the best things is now I can pipe music, you know, out of my huge music library <laughs> straight into the recording. Yeah, all six of them. That's right. I, all six of my songs can come straight in. The, oddly enough, the song that I chose yesterday when we were testing was, uh, can you guess? Um how um, do you oh Lord. do? I was, do, I was do, hoping you were going to go with Van Halen or something. It just, um, when we opened iTunes, it came, yeah, surprise, it was on the top of the playlist because of the most plays. <laughs> and oh and guy, a guy sitting there going, I don't know if I've ever heard this song. And then he listened to it for a while. And by about the 50th time that I played it, he said, yeah, yeah I do know this song. <laughs> And he will now be having a lobotomy to get get it out of his head. <laughs> so anyway, I do want to uh, give a big shout-out to Guy and thank him for that. And folks, if you're wondering why we sound a bit testosterone-laden this week, it's because the ladies have left Mike and I on our own, which is never safe. <laughs> yeah, uh, hilarity will ensue, we hope. It probably will, so we'll see what happens. No, Elisa had... Uh, other obligations and Melissa is oh she had a webinar or something to go to I can't remember so she was tied up uh, so they'll be they should both be back with us next week uh, assuming this show actually gets edited now but Mike's actually making a backup recording so all fingers are crossed my machine's running at peak performance and hopefully this is actually recording actually though I look at it it would appear to be Record. Yes, it says it's recording, so we'll hope that's true. Either that or it's just screwing with you. It could be doing that as well. Who knows? <laughs> One never knows. So this should actually make my editing a bit easier. Um, and actually, it should almost remove most of the editing I have to do, except topping and tailing the, the edit um, going forward, because Guy gave me some more tips. But I'm going to step into this slowly, kind of like stepping into a new barnyard. I'd want to feel out the territory first. 
Yeah, you always want to look out for those uh, landmines that they leave laying around there. That's true. So yeah. we'll see how this goes, folks. But anyway, before we get too far in, we have to have the ultra fantastic, much desired. Uh, orgasmic's not a good word. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> much heralded. Much heralded. There you go. World renowned weather report. And I actually, Elisa, even though she couldn't be here, did manage to send me her forecast. Let me see here. She said uh, in upstate New York, 30s and 40s, she's going to be in Florida Wednesday through Saturday where it'll be 85, and then it drops to 59 when she gets ready to leave. So mm. to me, that sounds, it starts out good, goes bad, and then gets better. I think it's the other way around for her. Yeah, uh, uh, her and me both, I think, yeah, the 85, even 59 right now would be awesome um, because currently we're at 29 degrees, which isn't too bad for this part of the country this time of year. And it's been warm most of the week up into the mid-30s. So uh, thankfully, those snow banks in the backyard are getting smaller. Uh, and of course... Um, the uh, you know me being a custodian, we're finding all the roof leaks at the uh, high school because <laughs> flat roofs in South Dakota. I don't know. I really want to smack somebody, but uh, when they're fine, they're okay. But when they leak, oh, and of course the just to add insult to injury, the uh, leak we, the only leak we've had so far was in our office. So well, uh, that's that's something. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, hey, if we're going to have a leak, let's annoy the custodians. So, okay. Uh, and, and there's enough snow up there that you can't really find it to fix it. And it's too cold to really patch anything. But it's not terrible. We'll we'll live. We'll survive. But um, So, yeah, it's uh, – like I said, this uh, past week has been fairly warm. Uh, next week, it's not uh, looking too bad. 30s uh, – oh, 20s to 30s in there. Just up to 30, nothing much over it. So, I mean, that's tolerable. Not a lot of chance of snow. Maybe actually a little bit of sun because I think my vitamin D and my solar cells are starting to tank out here. Uh, I've got a case <laughs> of the winter blahs, and it's just kind of like, uh, um so, yeah, a little sunshine, a little warmth would be. And the problem is these last uh, couple days have been foggy. And I don't know if you're familiar with the old wives' tale that 90 days after a fog, uh, you should expect precipitation. No. So, that um, yeah, that's new to you? Yeah, that uh, one's a new one on me. Okay, because um, out here, anyway, that's kind of – we use it as a rule of thumb. So let's see. So uh, what's today the – 22nd, yeah. So we had some heavy fog today. So uh, 90 days, which would be three months, would put it at about April 22nd, which would be my daughter's birthday. And um, I think I've mentioned before on my son's birthday, the 25th of April, uh, on his 18th birthday, we had a big snowstorm that dumped like a foot of snow out here. So, you know, probably warm those snowblowers up for April. It could either be rain or it could be snow. Um, it could go either way. Here and, it would probably be rain. Yeah, and here and because, like I say, both uh, my uh, uh, Ryan and Emily were born in April, and I think both of them there was uh, snow on the ground. Granted, only a couple inches when we brought them home from the uh, hospital. And of course, we were calving at that time, so calving and snow was not a real good thing either. So, um, you know, I'm expecting some. I, w I would go for April showers, but the way this year has been, I'm not betting on nothing. So. <laughs> 
yeah, here it would it, very unlikely that it would be snow because we had dense fog. Oh, a couple days ago. So, well, maybe we ought to start something here where we start writing it on the calendar, and we'll see if this is uh, if this is true or not. Yeah, you should do that. That would be a good pro- research project for the show. <laughs> hmm. Now, I don't think you're interested, are you? <laughs> well, I'm just uh, looking here because we sort of segued into something here. Um, I've got that uh, weather uh, station on top of the house, and I have it set up with uh, if this, then that. Um, no, I guess it's through Weather Underground. It doesn't have anything to do with the weather station on top of the house. Um, but it will save to a spreadsheet. No, that's rain. Uh, I got to remember where it is now. Um it will uh, save uh, weather underground will save to a spreadsheet here at weather data the uh, weather each day. Now, I don't know if it lists fog or not. Um, now, it doesn't say anything about fog, but it does say partly cloudy, cloudy uh, and the highs and lows. I wished it would say something about um, what the uh, you know, if there's fog or not, because then that would be a lazy man's way of doing this. You could just pull out the spreadsheet and. Uh, and see, you wouldn't have to actually record this stuff. You could just... Uh, you just have to get your sheet together. Uh, yeah, good luck with that. Um, <laughs> or, you know, when, you, when you're farming, trying to get your sheep together, that's another thing, too. So, um, uh, And don't worry, the sheep, that's illegal in some states. Uh, yeah, I've heard too many sheep jokes in my life. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's bad news. So It's you know. really bad yeah. So, well, folks, the weather here for me, uh, it's currently 45 and it's raining, which is okay. Um, high tomorrow, about 48, so it's starting to get a little too warm. Wednesday, it's supposed to be 61, which is way too warm for this time of year. But then as the week goes on, we're dropping back down into the 30s for highs, which is where I'm more comfortable and much more relaxed. So, We'll see. There's even a chance. I think I saw something. There was a chance of snow showers uh, overnight tomorrow night, which it's going to be too warm for it to amount to anything. But still, it's some little white angels yeah. falling from the sky. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Hopefully our little white angels will go away. I would prefer little uh, dewdrops uh, from the sky. Uh make the grass grow and clean things up around here and uh, turn things green so maybe I'll have a little more positive outlook on life. You're dreaming of a green springtime. There we go. See? Uh, yeah, sort of plagiarized a song but or butchered a song or something. If I'm uh, going to sing it, it's going to be butchered. <laughs> yeah. It's actually yeah. going to be slaughtered. <laughs> You're, you're kind of the Hannibal Lecter of music. There you go. So, folks, we actually do have some topics this week other than uh, bitching and moaning about the weather. Um, this week, I actually think we're going to focus more around something Mike and I have on previous shows, but we've got some other weird little things that have happened. It, you know, Mike and I both are into video gaming, and... Um, I don't video game quite as much as Mike. I do some, everybody knows about my tear on retro gaming that I went through, I guess it was last summer into the fall. And I do have to sadly report that the store that we were going to that uh, 
we bought all that stuff from has gone out of business. So mm. that just sucks. Big That's time. too bad, yeah. Yeah, um, we were down there like a day or two before Christmas, and it was fine. But apparently they closed on New Year's Eve and never reopened. So we didn't know anything about it or we would have bought a bunch more crap. Yeah, I was going to say, you couldn't even make a a sad farewell or anything. No, and it's uh, they actually had, in our area, they had three stores because it's kind of like a uh, chain. It was called Press Start Video Games. Um, and there was three stores in the area, and all three of them closed. So it's like, ah, shist cough. So it was, it's very sad. My my kids are really distraught because, I mean, uh, all three of them were into retro gaming, and I've gotten into retro gaming and all that. So it just sucks. But yeah, no. it's always kind of sad when something that you, you know, some store that you liked would go away. Because I remember, um, oh, cripes, this was probably uh, 90s or probably early 2000s. I can't remember for sure. There was a nice computer store in uh, in uh, Watertown that we would go to once in a while. And I didn't really buy a whole lot, but I, I would go in there. I like talking to the guy. But it was one of those things that uh, stuff just didn't go his way and he ended up having to close and it was and i mean this was a place i could um you know go in and he actually understood linux and we could talk about that stuff a little bit and so uh that was kind of you know disappointing so i know i know how you feel yeah and uh, it was funny because one of the last times we were in there there was a new clerk working and there was the guy that was in there we had dealt with before on several occasions and he said, oh, no, these guys buy a lot of stuff in here. I mean, we never bought, you know, a, a huge dollar value, but it was rare that we walked out of there without spending 20 or $25 a visit. So, And then there were a couple of times, like when I bought the GameCube, um, you know, we would drop 100 or maybe 100 and a quarter on something like, you know, with accessories and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it is unfortunate, and I'm, I'm sorry to see them leave because it gets harder and harder to find uh, some of this retro stuff. But I will say that I have come across something interesting on retro gaming. I don't remember what I was looking for and how I found it. I think it's somebody I normally subscribe to on YouTube, and the video just popped up, and I just hadn't seen it. It's a, There's a new system being released. Uh, I can't remember the name of the company. But it's called the GB Boy Color, or Color, if you're a, a nasty American. And it's a, a remake of the classic Game Boy, except, uh, or I guess more like the Game Boy Color, except it has a backlit, high, nice high-resolution LCD screen, and it has, uh, you can play any Game Boy or Game Boy Color cartridges that you might have in it. Um, it comes in a bunch of different colors. Now, the only real challenge is you have to buy it directly from China, which means you kind of, for the most part, have to get it off of eBay. Uh, I've seen a listing for it on Amazon, but it just continually says out of stock. So I marked it as something to be notified if it comes in stock. The thing runs about $35 plus shipping. And I mean, this thing, I watched the video, and I can uh, put the link in the show notes uh, for people to watch the video. It is, I mean, it's just amazing. It has 66 built-in games, which kind of look like the original Game Boy titles. 
and then uh, you can put any Game Boy or Game Boy Color cartridge into it and play those games as well. Um, it's it's a beautiful screen on the thing, nice high resolution. It looks, pardon me, it looks really well made. The guy that I was watching the review of said that it uh, feels good in the hand, and he liked you know everything that he was seeing about it. And I'm just totally impressed by this little thing. I mean, we've got a bunch of Game Boy and Game Boy Color games uh, that we bought uh, or found different places over the last, I don't know, year, year and a half. So this thing is just super cool, and I think Mike's looking at it right now. Uh, Yeah, I am. And um, I've kind of forgotten somewhere around the house here. We have um, the the Game Boy somewhere. it's the black and white or black and gray, whatever you want to call it, version uh, of it. And uh, I remember playing, was it Final Fantasy, I think, on it? Or was it? Maybe. Maybe. It was one of those, I remember playing, it was one of those uh, kind of uh, role-playing type uh, games, character-building type games, yeah. I think it was, uh, where you had to wander around and fight things. And I thought it was kind of neat. And like I said, I haven't touched it in a while. My daughter played for a while well, when she was in high school. Um, yeah, and so that looks kind of neat. And, then, you know, this one here, uh, I imagine the game original Game Boy cartridges. We had, I don't know, four or five of them. I remember that one. We had Kirby's Dream uh, uh about a little cloud or something like that. Yeah. We had a couple, I can't remember what all they were. We had a few cartridges around for it and it was kind of neat. Um, you know, portable gaming at its earliest, I suppose. Yeah. It's, I mean, this thing's really cool. It's nice. And at the price, you know, I could carry it back and forth. If I wanted to play a game at lunchtime, you know, at work, I could just, you know, whip this thing out and play with it at lunchtime without any big deal. And yes, Mike, I did say whip <laughs> it out. Just, <laughs> Okay, I'm 12 people. Yes. But anyway. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it was really nice. Matter of fact, then today I was uh, playing the uh, Game Boy Advanced SP that uh, listener Jim was kind enough to give to me. Uh, and I was playing Mario, what is that one called? Mario Kart something. And I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. And, uh, and now the Game Boy Advanced SP was the first one to have uh, a light in the screen. All the ones before that, even though they were color screens or the uh, black and white ones were technically gray, I guess, uh, they were not backlit. So you had to be in good light to see the screens. Uh, And frankly, the original Game Boys, I could not see the screens very well on. Once you get into the Game Boy colors in decent lighting, I could see them okay. But uh, So yeah, I was getting my nostalgic gaming thing on this whole weekend, and I was showing it to my kids, and they're going, we won one! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet. Because uh, if I am, let's see here. This is the Kong Fen GB game. That's it. Color. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they're listing here. They've got, uh, well, they got like six. Six uh, colors. Well, I, I see like nine screens of games here, I think. Three by three. Yeah, that's nine. Uh, and I can see uh, oh, Contra, Super Mario Land. Oh, yeah, we got Mario, I think, for that one. Uh, Donkey Kong. I'm just kind of looking down the title here. Uh, Battle City. Um, Cubit. Uh, Dragon Slayer. Yeah, I see a whole bunch of different uh, games here. 
Now, are these, I wonder, are these Game Boy games or are they knockoffs? They're the ones that, uh, in the review that I was watching, they looked a lot like uh, the original Game Boy games. Okay, because so. I got the Game Boy names, uh, the ones I'm familiar yeah. with, anyway. Um, which would be kind of cool because it'd be kind of nice to play without, you know, without the cartridges. Um, that would be kind of uh, uh, nice so that you don't have to carry around all the the cartridges to play a game. Yeah, and that's that's part of the, that's the part of the coolness factor of it. I mean, I, he he demonstrates Donkey Kong. I can't remember the fighting game. It's kind of like Street Fighter, but it's not Street Fighter. God, my memory's not good. I'm trying to remember these names. Um, but they all looked really pretty good. So, I mean, you know, for just being, I mean, they actually have the Game Boy game. So whether they're knockoffs or licensed or whatever they are, and for being a quote-unquote cheap Chinese knockoff, this thing's awesome. And I am going to have to, in some shape, form, or fashion, acquire at least one of these. Yeah, I might be, you know, like I need more stuff here, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, either one uh, of us does. Yeah, right. I've got enough stuff here the way it is. Uh, but uh, I could, it might, uh, I might uh, keep an eye out for this thing and see what happens. Like I say, we got... Uh, that Game Boy upstairs, and uh, it would be kind of nice to go back to my gaming roots and go to the high school and say, hey, kids, this is how we used to play games, and have them roll their eyes and walk away. Well, if you want to look up this guy, and I, like I said, I'll put the link to the video. His YouTube handle is, I believe it's RGT as in Tom 85 or 85 RGT. I can't remember which way it is. He's like 30, 31 years old, so he's you know, the right age when the Game Boy was popular, he was a kid, you know, you and I are a little old for sure. for these, but we still appreciate and like them. So, and and enjoy them as a matter of fact, at least I do. But oh, yeah, yeah, this, this is stuff is, is really cool. So stand by for more on that folks. I may have to procure one, you know, for the good of the show really is what I'm yes. going Yes, uh, and we will. You can uh, live vicariously through Kevin and/or possibly me. We'll see how this goes, and possibly more of Kevin's family if we end up having to get <laughs> two or three or four or five or maybe an even half dozen, so I have a spare around. <laughs> well, you always want a spare. Yeah, I got a, a, a spare right here in front of me, right at the moment. So, you know, hanging over my belt. It's a Dunlop. Well, it it yeah, Dunlopped so over like, my belt. Yeah, I have a spare tire there, too. So, so, yeah, I know whereof you speak. Yeah. But anyway, folks, this thing looks really cool. And uh, stand by because I would say that in, it's imminent that probably within the next seven to eight days, I'll probably place an order for one. <laughs> yeah, because I'm looking over here. You know, I Google it and I see uh, they got eBay. But, you know, it looks like they're all used or refurbished. Um, no, there were new ones still on eBay. Oh, there was. Yeah. Well, because, well, because, like I say, this is just on Google's search here. Uh, maybe if I went into eBay, but uh, uh, they've got one here for forty dollars, used, no tax. So, um. well, the one I was the there was a Malaysian connection. It was a company out of Malaysia that was selling it. So, we'll see. I don't know. I want to make sure I find a good source, and I do want a new one. I don't want a used one. Well, wait a minute. I might be. Because this is saying Nintendo Game Boy. Well, it's not what I'm 
No, you want the GB boy yeah. and it's color C O L O U R. It's got a for us Americans it's got an extra U in there that's not necessary. Right. Yeah. Uh cuz yeah, English needs are used or the uh, England needs are used we don't um use guys. There you go. Um Oh yeah, so I've got yeah, okay, there's a listing here on what AliExpress. Um, you know, they're ranging from and I can't tell most of the ones uh, I saw were about $35, $36 plus 6 to $8 in shipping. Well, let's see. This one here, it says $30. Uh, but I don't know anything about this this website. Well, that was the thing. I was trying to make sure it was a qualif- a good uh, eBay vendor because I'm not a big eBay buyer. Right. I've never bought anything on eBay, and this looks like it's not even eBay. This looks like it's a different site, but uh, it does show a picture. It's got a flip-open lid. No. That's the what? knockoff of the um, S- Advanced SP, Game Boy Advanced SP. No. Because well, it's, it's this- labeled G-Boy color. Yeah. But it's Okay. It's okay. there's a there's other models. They okay. they've knocked off I think almost all the Game Boys. Okay. So this is the one that looks like the original Game Boy color. Okay. Which was yeah, the 90s or no, it was closer to 2000 I think. I can't remember the timeline exactly and people are shouting at their uh, <laughs> audio player of choice going dumbass. No. Um, but anyway, sure. this this thing looks cool. Uh, matter of fact, it might even have to be the uh, the uh, artwork for the show this week, just because it looks so cool. It might be. I mean, this thing's cool. So anyway, stand by for that, folks. You know, we may acquire multiples of these just so that we can, you know, in your stead, we can share you share with you this, so that before you make that critical buying decision. Right, you're such a giving person. I am. I give a shit most days. <laughs> Actually, I guess it's technically leave one. No, I don't. Anyway, we won't go down. There. But that's not the only gaming thing I've uh, procured or wanted to and then actually did procure. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I bit the bullet and bought an Xbox 360. Now, I did buy this refurbished from GameStop. Uh, so it got a one-year warranty. And I got one controller with it, and it's the 360S, which is the next to last model that they produced. Because they did the, was it the E was the last one? And it got, it went out of production early last year. The S was a little before that. It's the same guts, just different case. Um, I bought an extra controller, but it was only $119 for the 250 gig uh Xbox 360, and I've bought a few games, and there's one that I'm going to buy based just on Mike's, I don't know, <laughs> obsession with it. Can oh, you can yeah, you guess what game so. it is? Gee, I don't know. It might be uh, Minecraft, maybe? No, no, no. no. Begins with a B. Um, yeah, probably Borderlands. There you go. There you go, yeah. Uh, yeah, I do have an obsession with that one, and once you, once you start to figure it out... It's a, it's a good game to play. Um, I've spent hours and hours and 
days and weeks and months uh, playing it. But, you know, the fact they keep playing it that long, keep going back to it, I think is a testament to it. Um, and like I say, some of them are a little hard. My uh, my son has started playing it, and he called me up in the lather one night and said, Dad, get online. you got to help me. And I've never you know, played a uh, game like that online before, so it took us a little while to get it figured out. He was having trouble with one of the uh, uh, bosses in there. What do you want? One of the things he's got to do, and he's just getting his butt whipped. And it was frustrating. It was frustrating for me, too, uh, to try and get past that one. And this, But I've played through it, you know, multiple times because each character you can go through uh, three times, and each one you get, you know, better stuff each time, and you get more experience, and you can, you know, kind of build your character so it is fun and i think you'll you know once you get the hang of it i think you might actually you know start to enjoy it and just the fact that when i come home from work and i'm kind of frustrated i can just sit down with this and just you know shoot things and not have the police show up and start asking uncomfortable questions this is true but i did i have picked up um about half a dozen games there's one flying flying game and i can't remember the name of it off the top of my head i haven't had a chance to play it and then the other day, my copy of Skyrim came in. Yeah, I've got that one, too, and I started playing it. I just, I don't know. Um, it just I looks think, gorgeous. I mean, I does. just wander around. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, the thing was, though, and I, maybe it's just I got off to a bad start. There's this one place there where you have to kill this big snow uh, Snow Yeti, or I forget what they call it in the game, but something like that. Was, I was getting my butt kicked because all I had was, you know, bows and arrows and you know, a sword, and I'm not really good with that kind of combat thing. That's why I like Borderlands. I like being a sniper ring, stand back a ways and shoot things. And uh, so, I, like I said, I wasn't doing uh, as good as I'd like. So I kind of backed off from that one, but that's why Bethesda. But they also make uh, Fallout 4 or the Fallout series. Yep. They got Fallout 4, and I do like that one. It's it's similar in nature where you can go around and collect things and you can craft things um, and things like that. And that one I got more into, but like I say, I've got, I was playing that fairly good, but then I just kind of got, you know, sucked into the Borderlands vortex and I just, I need to go back to that and a few other games that I got uh, and just start playing them again. Yeah. I, um, none of the local stores had a used copy. So I bought it from GameStop online for $5. So it was a cheap investment. It's the Skyrim Five, the Elder Scrolls. Yeah. So that was uh, that was it. And I will get Borderlands at some point, um, mm -hmm. just so I can play that. But you know, it's it's a nice device. I really do like it, and it's nice to be cordless because my original Xbox, uh, which I still have, that's corded. So and the GameCube that I've bought and. A lot of these things, that's one of the drawbacks to retro gaming is a lot of the controllers were still corded at that time. And I like the, maybe it's just my big butt, I like to get in the recliner, lay back, and just shoot, you know, shoot or do whatever I'm going to, yeah. I know Mike's right. pointing at his recliner <laughs> behind him. Um, I like to just, you know, lay back and have a shoot 'em up kill em experience that way. And the only reason I didn't get Minecraft is because if I buy Minecraft and put it on the big TV upstairs, because um, that one's a 50-inch TV up there, um, I'll never get to watch anything I want to because the kids will just... <laughs> I mean, they use this one down here when they're playing uh, on the Wii. They On the Wii U, excuse me, when they're playing Sky or, uh, Minecraft. I'm not going to give over my big television upstairs and lose <laughs> it to, to Minecraft as well. 
Yeah, I know what you mean, because uh, that's my other big addiction, and I need to go back to that. Um, you know, I think I mentioned on the show before, we have uh, a Minecraft realm, so sometimes uh, uh, my kids and I will get in from, because two of them are in Watertown, my daughter's in Sioux City, and we'll get on there and, and play and type, or uh, sometimes we set up a Skype se- uh, session, and we, we played it that way. And uh, I do like Minecraft, because uh, in the realms that... Uh, the online one that we have, we created the city. Um, my son's recreated the, uh, our, the best you could in Minecraft, but he recreated the, our farm, um, where, you know, I grew up and where the kids grew up, uh, for, you know, first mm, six, seven years of their life, something like that. Um, so, um, you know, uh, we have that. So that is fun. And, but like I say, you know, if your kids are really into it, yeah, you might have to fight for that one. Yeah, no, that's not happening. That's that's the reason I didn't buy it because they were, oh no, buy it, buy it. And I went, no, 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 no. They said, well, get it for your computer. I said, no, <laughs> you're not taking over those two devices. No, and the thing is, the computer version of Minecraft is different from the console and or tablet version. There's more stuff in there. I don't know if they're going to reach parity eventually, but uh, there's more stuff in. Uh, the computer version, so well, they, uh, more things to build with. They also wanted me to get it on the Apple TV, and I said, no. Mm, <laughs> no, yes. no, 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 no. <laughs> We're not dominating Dad's television. Mm. So that's well, actually technically both TVs are mine because they were Christmas presents different years. So, you know, that is what it is. So I'm sure I'll be regaling you all with more fun and f- and stuff with the uh, Xbox 360, which I'm really enjoying. It's it's a it's a nice gaming system, and at the price, and the fact that for 20 bucks, I think I got a one year unlimited warranty for the thing. I mean, you really can't knock that. I mean, that's 140. Uh, yeah, basically 140 bucks for a not a current gen console, but a console that they're still making games for. So. I mean. Oh yeah, and you know this uh, at Christmas time when they were having all their sales and everything, I came really close to buying the Xbox One Minecraft edition. Uh, they had it down to like uh, two hundred and thirty dollars or something like that, and I'm going. Yep. Ooh. Uh, I almost did it, but I've got my Nvidia Shield over there, and I'm kind of going. You know, why do I need another gaming console? Because I can play. Uh, Borderlands on there, and I've got a bunch of other games I can play on there, and I'm still waiting for the update because if I can use that as a Steam device to play uh, games from my regular computer onto there, much like uh, the Steam Link, um, so I could take it upstairs and play my computer games upstairs on that, uh, you know, why would I need the Xbox? But, um, and I, you know, we've got a Roku, so I don't know that I would necessarily, because I mean, I think it does have a lot of the uh, uh, media center stuff in yeah, it. Yeah, it does. I, I'm not using it that way, but yeah, I could. Right. And, the, you know, the thing that I sort of considered was because we don't have a Blu-ray player in the house. Uh, so that one, we could use it to play Blu-ray, but I mean, most of the stuff I buy is online. I guess the only advantage would be would be that my son... Uh, buys a lot of uh, um, 
Blu-ray. Blu-ray. So, it, so if he wanted to uh, bring some along and us watch, we would at least have something to uh, um, play him on. So. Well, I did get the latest Star Trek movie for Christmas on Blu-ray. Well, it was the Blu-ray DVD and digital download. So I did the digital download into iTunes, and then I watched the Blu-ray version of it. Um, that's a freaking awesome movie. I enjoyed it. I mean, I just like Star Trek, so there's, you know, I don't know that it could ever be bad, but it was right. It was good, and especially the way they paid homage to Leonard Nimoy and uh, in the movie. It was really nice to see them do that. Right, and we may talk about it next week. Uh, we're maybe kind of considering a what we're watching special, maybe, because um, I bought that, and I haven't watched it yet. And I've also bought um, Force Awakens, and I haven't watched that one yet either. Um, That's good. I've watched that. Yeah, nice. I, I've got both of them, and I haven't sat down to watch them yet. So um, I may have to just, you know, and I have – uh, watched a few other games. I sat down and uh, watched some. So I may just have to step back from Borderlands and just sit back and actually, you know, watch some TV. It's kind of hard for me just to just to sit back and watch something. I'm, I want to be doing something. I guess that's why I like video games because I, I can interact with it. But you know, I've sat back and yeah, this isn't too bad. I can sit here and maybe I'm looking at my you know Facebook on my phone or something like that. But for the most part, I'm sitting down watching the movie. So. Yeah, I mean, that's what I do. I have the iPad and my phone both there. So I'm texting you, Elisa, Melissa, you know, whoever I'm playing games occasionally, but I'm watching the stuff too. So it's it's kind of ADD, I guess, in a way, but mm. it does, it works for me. So we'll see. I don't know. Like I said, I, I want to build up my Xbox 360 gaming collection, which I know my wife is just thrilled about having more physical shit sit around the house, but, you know. She's okay with it. We, you know, the deal I got on the thing and like that to get a little bit more modern gaming system. But now Mike has had his fantasy tickled or some part of him tickled by a new gaming system that's only been announced. Yeah, it's supposed to be coming March 3rd. Uh, and I saw it there and uh, it's Nintendo Switch, which it looks intriguing. It um, is. Now I, yeah, and I think it's got. Uh, I'm trying to remember, but I think it's got, uh, I don't know if it's the same guts, but it's got the same processor as my NVIDIA Shield tablet does. It's uh, the, uh, um, it, I think it's the NVIDIA Tegra uh, processor, I think, in there. But it's a, how big is that? A seven-inch screen, I suppose. Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah, and so this one, the concept of this is kind of cool. Um, so you can put it in this little box. And you can play console games on your computer, and it's got this... It's a little dock-like. Yeah, a little dock. You just drop it in there, and it'll play games on your TV. And it's got this neat little controller with, uh, you know, it's kind of an interesting one. It's, it's kind of modular, so you can slide, it, slide individual ones off if you want to play multiplayer stuff or something. But you can slide it on this little device to make it a regular game controller. But then if you want to go somewhere, you can just pop this tablet out and slide these controllers onto the side of it, and you have a portable gaming system that you can take with you. Now, I can do that with my you know, my uh, NVIDIA Shield, but the thing is, I have a separate controller there, so you have to prop your tablet up against something and then use the controller. This one, they 
attached to the side of the tablet. So it's an all-in-one device. So it would be easier if you want to play in the car. You don't have to try and prop it up or something like that. Well, I mean, it has all kinds of features. It actually has a little kickstand on the back. So if you slide off the two uh, uh, Joy-Cons is what they're called, and two people can play head-to-head on that little screen playing a game. So it can be a two-player portable gaming system. So. Yeah, it, it, it's an interesting thing, and I don't know. I I think it – I haven't really looked at it that close because I – Probably for my own sake, I probably shouldn't. Um, I don't know if it's going to be a Android device. Uh oh. Um, I don't know if it's going to be an Android device. If it, you know, besides playing games, it's just going to be a game console. Yeah, it's it's just a okay. just a gaming device. I don't know what the OS okay. is. It's you know Nintendo's okay. stuff. So so okay. So yeah, it's not going to be a tablet. It's just going to be a gaming device, which is fine. Uh, so it'd be Nintendo games on there then. So you'll have to buy Nintendo stuff, which is fine. But I mean, you know, they've got some of the, uh, you know, they got they have Zelda on here. Um, yeah, Zelda Breath of the Wild. I think it's called. I can't remember uh, now. Yeah, Breath of the Wild, because uh, I'm looking at them here. Uh, there's, what's this one? Um, Skyrim's so, going to come out for it. Yeah, there's one here called 1-2 Switch. Uh, play face-to-face with friends and have a blast, facing off in quick-draw duels, milking cows, playing table tennis, and more. Yeah, okay. you'd have to watch the video to understand that. Watch the launch video, right. and they kind of demo that. There's also going to be my favorite game coming out for it later this year. Mario Kart. I love yeah. Mario Kart. Yeah, I said Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Yes. Um, available April 8th, uh, 28th, 28th. Um, yeah, and they have yeah Skyrim, they have Minecraft, so maybe yeah. the kids will be working on you for that. Uh, yeah, uh, FIFA, if you're into the uh, soccer thing. That's Mark's thing. Quite, yeah, I could never quite get into that, but it looks like they have a fair amount of games on there. Um What's really interesting is the form factor for the games. Um, for anybody that's familiar with the uh, Nintendo DS and the DS Lite, the 3DS XL, and that that um, family of uh, consoles, handheld consoles, is they're going to be similar in that form factor. They're very, very small little cartridges. Have you ever seen those, Mike? Do you know what I'm talking about? Which ones, though? The- for the Game Boy, do you know what the... Not the oh, Game yeah. Boy. I mean the Nintendo uh, DS series. They're no. That's what they look like. Well, they kind of look like uh, not SD cards, but uh, um, they're the one yeah. before Com- compact flash. Yeah, they're a little bit. They're kind of in between a SD and a compact flash card. But I think the ones for the Switch are going to be slightly bigger than this. Okay. So I, I don't know. I've I've only seen the picture once, so it was kind of hard to tell from just looking at the picture the one time. Yeah, like I, said, I haven't. I I've tried not to look at this because it could potentially be dangerous. So you don't load them on there. You put cartridges in and then play. Right, it. right. Okay. I think you should uh, pre-order one. Just you know, I'm ta- I'm going to do the GB Boy color. <laughs> I think you should do the Nintendo Switch for the listeners. Yeah, there's a slight difference in price there, but um, they have some interesting uh, titles here. There's one. Um, well, they got. Minecraft, they got Farming Simulator, uh, but then they have this one called Arcade Archives, 
yeah. which could be interesting. I wonder if it's going to be old Nintendo games that they slap on a cartridge. And Well, you'll uh, also have access to the uh, online store where you can download uh, older nin- Nintendo games like we do on the Wii U. We've gotten uh, Super, or not Super, yeah, Super Mario 64. Um, you know, we've gotten Donkey Kong. We've gotten all these games that we've downloaded onto the Wii U, and they've been slightly updated uh, to play better with the uh, the Wii U hardware. And they look really pretty good on the, this is a 40-inch TV down here. So, I mean, it's fun to play, you know, Mario Land and all those games uh, on this TV, and but we're playing them through the Wii U. So this will have access to the online store, and okay. apparently it's a monthly subscription to the online store, and you get one free game a month, I think it is. Of downloadable content, DLC okay. as they call it. So it's, and I think it's six ninety five a month, or okay. forty five or fifty dollars if you pay for a year at a time. Yes, yeah, see that's well, that's sort of the deal with uh, the Nvidia, is that you pay. Uh, I think it's about eight dollars a month, and you can play all these games. Uh, they stream them to you. You get you don't download them. Um, Although I, no, I think most, yeah, you stream those games. Um, so you can play, you know, a bunch of different games. And I forget what the current count is on that. But, um, you know, it's, it's sort of the similar thing. But, yeah, I mean, it looks uh, uh, tempting, just way too tempting. Um, I, I think you should just go ahead, do the pre-order, you know, and really help out the listeners in this case, Mike. I mean, take one for the team. Uh, yeah, I might take one for my wife if I get too much stuff around here. I don't know. We'll have to see. I do have a sleep sofa, and it's near the big screen TV, so you could come down here and sleep on my sofa and bring your Switch with you. Uh, yeah, you might have a, uh, a, uh, uh, yeah, 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 a tenant there or a renter <laughs> for a while, so, yeah. You can come down, and, and we can geek out on the weekends together. So. That, that could be dangerous, yeah. Yeah, and and then during the week to earn your keep, you can uh, help my wife clean the house, pick up the kids, you know, do errands and stuff like that. Sure, okay, I could be your houseboy or something like that. Ah, honorable houseboy, Mike. Oh, wow. Okay. Where is soap? Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. We'll have to see. So. But yeah, I, this thing looks really cool. My kids were already frothing at the mouth for this, and I, I, I let's put it this way: I know at some point between March third and December twenty fifth, it will show up. It will, it will come into being on this. Yeah, and like I say, if I didn't have my my Shield tablet, my Shield TV. Uh, yeah, I might just be on this, so I don't know, because I have, like say, plenty of ways to play games, and that's why I've been playing Borderlands uh, recently. It's just on the on the shield over there. Um, so, yeah, we'll have to see. I think you should get the multicolored one, the one that comes with uh, um, the different colored game Joy-Cons. Excuse me, I want to call them game controllers, but that's not what it is. Uh I don't know. I prefer the gray one, maybe just because I'm boring. The price is the same. It doesn't matter which one you right. order. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I say, it's an intriguing uh, 
intrigued. And, you know, I've tried, well, I don't know if I played Mario Kart. Well, no, I've tried racing games in general. And yeah, Mario Kart's a whole separate world, though, when it comes to racing. Okay, well, I'm trying to remember what there was on the shield. There was, I don't think, no, I'm pretty sure Mario, or uh, yeah, Nintendo wouldn't have licensed it to uh, uh, anyone else, I no. don't think. No. no. Okay. Mario Kart, I mean, they. you're lucky they just finally licensed uh, Mario to uh, Apple, or I guess technically they didn't license, they put it on iOS. And it's going to be coming to uh, Android sometime this year. I saw it the other day, but I don't. Super Mario Run, the new game that came out. So, oh we'll yeah, s- we'll see. So then you can get it and play it on uh, your phone. Uh yeah, because it's coming out for Android. So uh, yeah, maybe so. Yeah, it's a fun game. I mean, it's you know something you can pick up and play for just a. Um, you know, a few minutes and have some fun with it and then put it back down. I mean, it's, and I love games like that that I can pick up and play for a few minutes and then put back down without any, I, I don't know, it, it doesn't suck you in too bad unless I really want to be sucked in and I can let it or some other game suck me into it, so. Yeah, I was trying to look up, um, um, there was a game I was playing on the Shield, I think it was called uh, Coffin Crashers, which was a racing game set in a, a uh, old folks uh, community. Um, and so the, the thing was you were racing um, uh, scooters or, you know, the uh, old person, uh, you know, uh, hover rounds or whatever they were. And they were souping them up. And so you were trying to cheat death. You, you had to beat death. <laughs> um, uh, and that was kind of an interesting game. Um, but like I say, I just, I don't know, maybe I just need to sit down and try playing these games a little bit and just try to get into it. Like I said, um, oh, Coffin Dodgers, maybe that was it. Um, I just gotten into Borderline and, you know, once I start playing it, I, you know, I get the hang of it and to switch games would be a little bit, uh, uh, hard, but yeah, Coffin Dodgers. Um, and it says, uh, race in peace. Um, so, <laughs> and it's for Steam and Xbox and PS4 and like saying so play it online through NVIDIA um, yeah it's, it's set in a suburban retirement community um, and let's see a creepy new resident Mr. Grim Reaper uh, looks to turn retirement on its head after years of trolling the earth for souls to harvest Mr. Grim Reaper concludes Sunny Pines is where he'll uh lay his head here he can harvest souls from the comfort of his rocking chair <laughs> oh dear god <laughs> there's um, nothing dark and disturbing about that description no uh see however seven of the uh the hell is that sprite oh sprightliest uh, uh oaps old age pensioners uh have other ideas and set out to prove that life for grim uh, at Sunny Pines, definitely won't be like shooting fish in a barrel. So yeah, you take your um, your hover round or whatever you want to call it, and you start souping it up, and as you win more races, you can do more stuff. And so uh, yeah, because there's like an Amish guy here with a machine gun. Um, um, so we, as you're racing, you take your cane and whack your opponent and knock him off or something like that. Well, you know it. Um, I, I I maybe I'm being a little biased, but if it's if it talks about OAP. 
that's a common term used in the UK for uh, senior citizens, old age pensioners. It's not as much common here in the US. So I'm betting this uh, was developed by a UK person. It could very well be. I don't see any use in their color here, but I haven't looked that close. But, uh, <laughs> and like I said, I tried playing it. And um, like I say, maybe I just need to sit down. Because I was getting my butt kicked. But that's the idea. You, you don't want it to be simple or else you get bored with it. You, something, you know, that's the best games, I guess. If you can, uh, um, you know, acquire a skill, then you enjoy it more rather than just being able to sit down and, and kick its butt right off the the bat, but I did get a little frustrated because I over control things a little bit. So, um, but like I said, I, I saw it, and it, it, you know, it's kind of funny there. And so, you know, if you look up coffin dodgers there and, and look at it, um, it looks like, and it looks like I played it. It's kind of a, a fun game to play. Oh yeah. Pimp your scooter. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So you have all kinds of different characters, uh, that you can do. Um, Oh, yeah, Battle of the Grim Reaper and his zombie army. Um, so, yeah, and, like, the idea is to try to knock the other players out so you can get the first place um, because the person in last place, you know, has to go to their greater reward. Oh, okay. Win or die type of situation. Basically. Okay. Interesting. I might have to check into that one to see if I can get that on something. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, it was uh, – um, Steam, PS4, and well, Xbox One. I don't think they would have it for your 360, but you know, uh, Steam's always a good thing. I'll have to hunt around. I might, yeah, might be able to acquire that on something. So, well, I think with uh, so that so that we've reached the uh, Grim Reaper stage. That's kind of the like the end of the podcast. So we'll we'll wrap up with our picks this week and. This week, I set the bar kind of high, and I'll explain why. I set the bar for three to $5,000. And the reason is because I don't remember if it was all during the show or after the show last week. We got to talking about sleeping and, you know, how to be the most comfortable and all that. So I got to looking. I've been wanting for a long time one of those sleep number beds that has the thing that'll raise you up and um, lower your head so that, you know, kind of like, a, I guess, like a hospital bed. Maybe I'm getting that damn old. But anyway, you know, because it would be nice to sleep slightly inclined. I do anyway, because I have a couple pillows under me. But um, this thing looks really cool. And when I got to pricing it out, the configuration that I came up with uh, in a king size was $4,599 for the bed complete. Wow. Uh, and, it, and I'm looking at it here. It even comes with an app for your phone. Yes, it does. Yeah, you can. And, and I didn't get all the bells and whistles, and it was forty six hundred dollars, folks. There's wow. there's more you could do with it. And I got the regular king size bed because I didn't need the California king, which is actually slightly longer. But there's ones that have what they call sleep IQ in them to measure your sleep and tell you how well you're sleeping. And I mean, these things are totally high tech. I just you know, want a comfortable bed to sleep in is really all I'm looking for. And I kind of went middle of the road with what I chose. Well, yeah, because it says sensors in the bed continuously measure your heart rate, breathing, and movement. Yeah, that's just what I need is being measured while I sleep. That's, yeah. <laughs> Kevin, I don't mean, you are? It's bad when your bed goes, Kevin, you are inadequate. Yes, I don't need, I don't need anything else telling me how inadequate I am. <laughs> There's plenty of that to go around. <laughs> oh, yes. 
Yes. So um, that's my choice for this week. You know, big relaxing so I can lay back in bed and I can tweet Mike and text him and FaceTime him while I'm laying in bed. So he would just, or, or Skype him, you know, video call him. So I know that's what he really wants. No. Mental image? It, yeah, really. No, I don't. <laughs> um, yeah, I might have to scrub my eyeballs out. Um, hey, you were the one that pictured me hovering from above. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember what that was, but yeah, that's uh, no. I might have to seek therapy. Well, people have been telling me that for years anyway, so uh, maybe this will just be the thing that pushes me over. Yeah. So, anyway, folks, that's my pick for this week. What's yours, Michael? Well, I had um, I, I've been a little busy this weekend, so I when Kevin put the price out there, I'm like, ah, I know. So I don't have anything horribly specific, and it's sort of in the same line as him, but our house. Um, we've been in here 17, uh, years now. Yeah. 17 years. Um, and we, I'm in my, uh, this used to be my son's room. And when he moved out, I kind of made it into an office, but over there on the other side of the wall is our, the rest of our basement. And we've done a few things, put a little paneling up in uh, one place and, you know, painted the concrete blocks there or something but really it's more junk storage right now than anything we keep threatening to you know make it into even though the family's gone it'd be nice to have a you know a family room or something like that or maybe i can turn it into a you know a bigger place where i can set up a uh, something to play games and you know instead of playing them in my office here i could have a big lean back experience maybe get a big screen tv or something down there and so like i, said, I don't have anything specific um uh, but, you know, I think for three to five thousand dollars, we could, you know, I don't know about putting carpet in a, on a basement floor. We've uh, yeah, I think mildew. Uh, we've never really had it flood, but I just don't know uh, about carpet per se. But, you know, maybe tile it or paint it or do something and, you know, a big screen TV and um some furniture. We got a couch or two down here, but maybe a nice sectional or something. You know, just kind of fix it up. And I would say for that amount of money, we should be able to do something with that space down there, maybe. And the nice thing would be, you know, with that kind of money, maybe we could pay somebody to do all this stuff that I really don't want to. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm trying to remember when we finished what is the family room down here now, which has been, I can't remember, maybe seven years ago, eight years ago. Um, I helped with it. My father-in-law did a lot of the work because he's more of a carpenter than I am. But, I mean, I helped put up the paneling that we have down here, which is not really paneling. It's technically it's uh, T111 plywood. So, I mean, this stuff's mm. thick as hell. I mean, these are solid <laughs> walls down here. Um, But we ended up carpeting down here. We have carpet all down here. So we don't have any trouble right. with that. But I have a daylight basement. It goes out to... It's above. Oh. It's at grade at the back. It's underground in the front. So, right. you know, and we've uh, had a flood in the basement once, uh, and that was just because we had like a four-inch rain, and we didn't put the downspouts pointing the right direction. We have it so it points to the side of the house. Well, we hadn't done that, so all this water came down and went straight out, and then there's a bit of a hill, so it came running back towards the house. So the four inches on the roof and the four inches on the ground came in so we had water come in so we were scrambling to suck it up but that's been the only time we've ever had any water so but we do have a water heater down here so if that ever leaked i don't know maybe i just think it through too much but um yeah like i said I don't, maybe we do carpeting but uh no you're you're not thinking it too i mean i thought about that when, when i built this house and i put in 
two floor drains down here. One's out um, in the lower foyer near the washing machine in case it would spring a leak. And then I have one back near the water heater. Um, and it also acts as the uh, drain line, the condenser line that comes out of my AC drains down into that too. And that goes down into a drain that goes out under the foundation down the hill and comes out down in my yard probably i don't know a good 15 or 20 feet below the house so and then it's all then it's all downhill from there so right and in front of our and like i say we didn't we bought the house we didn't build it so there is a floor drain right in front of our washer and dryer but not by the uh water heater back there so we would have to do you know something to try and contain it but you know overall it's not too bad but um you know like i say maybe carpet it you know do something we've used it it's just, but you know the open floor joists because we never uh did anything with the ceiling uh we got the concrete block wall over there so it's you know we've used it we tried to kind of decorate it up but it just looks you know chintzy so maybe um make use of that space for once rather than just have junk down here no, I, I think that's a perfectly good thing. And you could probably get most of the work and the materials done for that. Yeah, I don't know. It depends. I mean, right. you're probably going to have to do some of it yourself. I mean, like we painted yeah, right. this ourselves. So, Well, and I've done a certain amount of stuff. I'm not a carpenter by any means. I'm okay. Uh, I have my good days and I have my bad days. I've done a few things. I've actually put in uh, a new... Uh, in the garage, the two doors, we made them, uh, got a wider door. So I put in the door, a frame door and, or a hung door, whatever you want to call it, and a screen door. And that actually came out pretty good. Other things, uh, not so well, but, uh, you know, I could maybe do the work. Uh, I, I might be capable of doing the work or at least doing a good enough job, but, uh, we got all this stuff down here that we'd have to move and have to do everything with. And, you know, my job is to move stuff around school, especially during the summertime. So for me to come home and move stuff, yeah, I'm not so enthused about it. Yeah, well, that was the advantage because this is the the garage is on the other side of this. So what we ended up doing was we got rid of a lot of crap, um, you know, in the process because we finished this off. We've got a room, we've got a closet, and we've got a mud room and a furnace room that all came out of this space that was still unfinished down here because the other side finished into a bedroom, a uh, full bathroom and a closet. So anyway, we finished this off. Uh, the good thing was the stuff that we were going to keep, we set out in the garage and then all the lumber and stuff, I would go get it. I'd load my truck up to the point of probably overloading it at times and uh, haul the lumber back and I could store all the lumber in the garage. And then we also had room out there to cut and work during the winter and then just carry the stuff in. So then by spring, uh, it, everything was done and we had painted and then uh, I had the carpet laid and we started using the room. So it worked out really right. pretty well. So, right. So I have dreams someday. I don't know. We'll see. Well, uh, but I think it's a good pick. I like, I like where mm -hmm. you thought there. So, right. Very good. So folks, that's going to wrap us up for this week. I'm going to let, uh, we'll, we'll outroduce this huge crowd that we have this week. I guess <laughs> we'll, uh, raise your hand if you want to go first. Oh, Mike, yeah, Mike, me, pick Mike, me. I think it's you. So go ahead and tell folks where they can find out more about you. Yeah, uh, if you want to find out more about me, uh, if you do, I'm I'm sorry. But anyway, um, you can find me on Twitter at DSC Chipman. And 
I have my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak. And uh, you can also check me out at sci-fi tech talk.com where uh, Jeff Sire and Julie Keel and I uh, talk about uh, some work of science fiction and we'll discuss the tech in it and uh, a whole bunch of things. Or maybe uh, like this, uh, the last movie we watched, which was Event Horizon, uh, we might mock it and have uh, make a little fun at it. Uh, but if you, you want to find out, uh, if you have a science fiction bent and you want to find out about that kind of stuff, check us out at sci-fi tech talk.com. Yes. And folks, as I've said before, go over and have a listen. It is a good show. It's very enjoyable. Um, I think the fact that I know Mike and Julie kind of helps me enjoy it even a little bit more because I can see the expressions on their faces when certain things are going on. So <laughs> that helps folks. If you want to find out more about me, uh, I'd spend most of the time on Twitter and it's uh, twitter.com forward slash B I G underscore I N underscore V A. Or if you go over to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder, you can have links back to Twitter and other things I might've done in the past. If you want to find out more about the show, go to geekiestshowever.com and reviews and comments and iTunes are always welcome. They help us get discovered, help us get noticed and bring in more poor people that end up listening to us. And God knows why, but we do appreciate it. So folks, I want to say one last time, thank you for downloading. We hope you've enjoyed the show this week. We'll have the full crew, I think back next week. So if you do nothing else between now and next week when we all are back, be sure between now and next week, don't forget to hug a geek. You're listening to the G-Man. <laughs> he made he a few boo-boos, right? You coming out for one of your biggest events. That's true. And all I saw was him looking down, reading the auto cue. For heaven's sake, Mr. Cook, get your mm together. And you don't know what you're talking about. For your biggest product. I was not <laughs> impressed at all. <laughs> even even the excitement. Japanese guy who can't speak English did a better job than Tim Cook. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the G-Man. <laughs>